You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. The Lord this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad when I woke up this morning and I knew I was coming to church with like-minded saints, praising God, worshiping God, hearing his word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read to you guys from uh, Acts chapter 12. Before we get started, I did want to add something to the announcements today. I'm not getting on to anybody, but I just want to make sure that uh, everyone, please make sure when you bring drinks into the church, and of course, we're we're okay with you guys bringing drinks. Try to keep a lid on them and everything. We don't want no spills and accidents. But when you do throw a drink away, please, everyone, dump the drink out in the sink before you throw it in the garbage. Because it can make a mess in here when you don't, when we're taking out the garbage. Praise God. All right. That was all I had to add. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> I want to read to you guys from Acts chapter 20, verse 24 this morning. This is my opening verse. If you have your Bibles with you, turn to, to, pay, to Acts 20, verse 24. If you don't have your Bibles with you, Sister Shakira, she got it right there already on the screen. Praise God. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Acts chapter 20, verse 24, it reads, <clears throat> But none of these things move me, this is Paul speaking, neither count I, count I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I want to preach this morning just a little bit on finish your course, praise God. Finish your course, praise God. Brother Conway, would you pray for us this morning? God, we just ask that you touch the man of God today, Father, that he speaks to our hearts and our souls. Father, we feel your spirit in this place today already, God. Touch us today, God. Encourage us and just bless our pastor as he ministers to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, you may be seated. What a mighty move of God we've already had this morning. I mean, if we stopped right here, we had already had some church. Praise God. We came in this place. We were praising him, magnifying him, worshiping him. We hear the word of God, and we and the Holy Spirit's moving in this place, and we had some church already. But I got some more word to bring to you this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Last week, if you guys remember, we were talking about quench not the spirit praise God and we had let me tell you talk about a move of God to this morning already we had a move of God last week praise God in this place the Holy Spirit was moving and and, and it was a wonderful move of God last week wonderful message and I thank you Lord for giving us that message last week praise God Thank you. Quench not the spirit was what we were talking about last week, and we had been sharing about what's been going on with the with the um, <clears throat> the Asbury revival and all the other 
uh, colleges. First, it started out at the Christian colleges, and then it and, and it doesn't matter what denomination. Asbury's non-denominational. It was going to different Baptist church to apostolic churches. Praise God! All kinds of churches it, or, or, or colleges. It was colleges at first, and then it and then it's been spreading out to churches, and and, and it's spreading out not just in Kentucky, but in Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, all across the nation, and all across the world. Not just in our nation, but in the world. Mighty revival. And I was and we've been talking about we must not quench the spirit. If we want revival here as well, we're having revival. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. But we must not quench the spirit. When the spirit moves upon us, do not quench. We talked about that last week. And I'm kind of making a continuation off that. I'm not speaking about quenching the spirit, but I'm talking about finishing your course. And, and you'll see where I'm going with this. But we use the scripture from last week, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, quench not the spirit, despise not the prophesying, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. And then it says, <clears throat> verse 23, in the very God of peace, sanctify you you holy and I pray your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ faithful faithful is he that called you who also will do it praise God how many of you know that he will do it amen he is doing it right now he is doing it in this place he is doing it in our nation he is doing it across the world hallelujah Jesus there's a Holy Ghost revival coming and it's here praise God and it's tells us that, but this is that, this is that which the prophet Joel had spoken, amen, this is what's to come, and it shall come to pass that in the last days, saith the Lord, how many of you know that we are living in the last days, we are in those days, amen, and God's pouring out his spirit, he said it shall come to pass, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and that's what we're witnessing. And we're witnessing a move of God right now across this nation. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And it says, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall see dreams. Thank you. Shall dream dreams. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So that's what we had been talking about last week, and we're continuing that this week, talking about quenching not the spirit. And I know that sometimes that it's difficult for people uh, in a church, and they see something happening at another church, right? You see a Holy Spirit move. Maybe you go to another church and, and you see the Holy Spirit fall in that church. And you're thinking, oh, why didn't it fall in our church last weekend? We were, we were praising God and worshiping him. And sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes uh, it, it, it gets in your spirit a little bit of jealousy. And, and we can't have that. God, you know what God says about that. We, no jealousy. Here's the thing. God is blessing them at this time, and, and we should be thankful. We should thank you, Jesus, for blessing them. And sometimes, oh, let me talk about something else. Sometimes we as apostolic Pentecostals, oh, come on now, we, 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 we read the word, study the word, we know the word, and we try to live it the best we can. And sometimes 
we, we think ourselves a little bit higher than we should. And we look at other denominations and we say, well, they, they, they can't get the Holy Spirit. They're not doing what God is telling them to do. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something today. God is no respecter of persons. It doesn't matter what denomination you are. Seek him. Seek him. If you're seeking him, he will pour out something upon you. It tells us in Hebrews chapter 12, it says in verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we are also encompassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Right? The race that is set before us. Let me tell you, there's a lot of people out there seeking God. There's a lot of people out there that are non-denominational. Maybe they're a different denomination. It doesn't matter. But they're seeking God. There's a race set before them. And we got to encourage them. It may, maybe they don't have so have all truth yet but we've got to encourage them and lift them up and and make sure they're trying they're trying to run that race just like we are we're trying to run a race as well we were talking about it in Sunday school this morning with the kids we're running a race trying to make it to heaven each and every one of us we all got our own race right and there's other people running that exact same race there's their their destination is the same they want to make it to heaven now, we know not everybody's going to make it to heaven, but that's what their goal is, to try and make it to heaven. That's what our goal is in this place, to try and make it to heaven. Amen? <clears throat> Praise God. We cannot look back at them and think, oh, well, they, 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 they're not living right for God. God's not going to They're not even living right for God. Don't ever think yourself more highly than anybody else. Romans chapter 12, verse 3, if you go on, I read to you Romans chapter 12, verse 1 just a second ago, but if you skip down to verse 3, it says, for I say, Paul says, for I say through the grace of God given unto me that every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, come on now, but to think soberly according to God had dealt every man the measure of faith. God has given every man a measure of faith. And you got people, it doesn't matter what denomination they may be, they're seeking God. They want to make it to heaven. They have a measure of faith. Don't think you're so high and mighty that you can't, oh, come on now, that they can't make it. Let me ask you this. I know some of you were brought up in church. And, 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 and so you may have been living this your whole life, but there are some people in this place that wasn't brought up in church. Let me tell you, what about when you first got into church? What if somebody in the church said, well, I don't know if they're going to be able to make it. I, they, they're not living right for God. The church is a hospital. The church is a hospital. It's a place for patients to come. It's a pace, place for people who are not perfect because it, there is not one of us in this place that is perfect. Not one. So don't ever look back at a person who may not be as far along as you are and think they're not going to be able to make it. God's grace and his mercy abounds for every single person. Amen. And if, if, if when you first came to church and somebody looked at you like that and they didn't share God's, God's word and his grace with you, where would you be today? Where would you be today? I just, I thank God. You know, the Bible talks about God is love. He's love. And we should be, aspire to be like God. 
be just like Jesus. And if God is love, we should be love, right? We should love everybody, no matter what denomination they are, no matter what, what their religious background is. Maybe they're Muslim. It doesn't matter. God's grace is still for them, right? Praise God. But you're, <clears throat> I was talking in class this morning uh, to Sunday school with the kids, children's church, and we were talking about how this race is like a mountain we're climbing, and we're trying to make it to the mountaintop. And, there, and everybody's still, everybody else is trying to make it to the same mountaintop. You, everybody ever play, uh, uh, in, in when you're a little kid's king of the mountain? Anybody play that? Not Just one? Two? Okay. I think that's maybe an old school game. I don't know if they play that much anymore because it was pretty rough. <laughs> but a few people played that king of the mountain. And the goal is to try and make it up on top of a hill, right, that, and, and, and not let anybody else make it. You got to stay up on top of it, right? And, and you push everybody else back down. It was a pretty rough game. I mean, I'm here to tell you. I, we had some people get hurt playing King of the Mountain. So I imagine it's not a game they play much anymore nowadays. But they would try and run up that hill, and you would just kick them right back down. Push them back down that mountain because you were going to stay on there. You, the goal was to be the King of the Mountain. Stay. <clears throat> but can I tell you some, somebody today? There's only one King of the Mountain. And his name is Jesus. There's only one king at the top of this mountain that we're trying to climb. And his name is Jesus. Amen. And he's not kicking nobody down. He's trying to help everybody up. He's, he's reaching down to every single person. And all we got to do is look up to him and grab a hold of his hand and let him just to keep pulling us up to the top of that mountain. And the goal is not just for one person to make it, but for everybody to make it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Isaiah chapter 2, <clears throat> verse 2. I don't think I have this on. Uh, you got, I'm sorry. I don't have it up here. But Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2, it says, And it shall come to pass in the last days. Remember, we're living in those last days. Praise God. That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. It's way up there, okay? Praise God. And it shall be exalted above the hills, and all the nations shall flow unto it. All the nations are going to try to make it to that top of that mountain, the Lord's mountain. And many people shall go and say, come ye, and let us go up the mountain of the Lord. <clears throat> to those of the, to those, or to the house of God, of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. We're all trying to make it up to that mountain. It doesn't matter what denomination we are. It doesn't matter what religious background we are. It doesn't matter our ethnicity. It doesn't matter what our economic background is. Everybody's trying to make it up to that mountain. All those that are living for God, seeking him, are trying to make it up to the mountain. Praise God. So we're all trying to make it up that mountain. And I was talking to them in children's church this morning, uh, illustrating the mountain. We're all trying to get to the top of the mountain, every single one of us. And I was asking them in children's church today if, if your friend who may not know 
quite as much as you know about the word of God. Maybe, they, maybe they're baptized in the titles of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, which are all titles, by the way. Maybe they just don't know enough of the scripture that, you know, uh, as it says in Acts 2.38, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus. The name of the Father is, is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. The name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Maybe they don't quite know, but they're still trying to climb that exact same mountain that you're trying to get up. And, and so maybe you're up here on that mountain, and maybe they're right down here on that mountain. And I asked them, I said, so if they're, if they're climbing that same mountain, but they're not, they don't know as much as you do, would you, would you throw a boulder down at them and, and, and watch them fall back down the mountain? Because sometimes that was what we do as an apostolic church, as a Pentecostal church. Sometimes we, we, we discourage those. We got to be careful how we share, you know, Jesus name baptism, how we how we share Holy Ghost and filling with the evidence of speaking in tongue. And, and, and sometimes we can't just throw stuff at them like, oh, well, you were baptized in the title, so that doesn't count. You, that's not truth. Uh, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And when you talk to people like that, it tears them down. It discourages them. It's just like throwing down that boulder at them. And they're just falling back down the hill. That's no way to encourage anybody. <clears throat> the way to encourage somebody is first, you got to be their friend, right? You need to be their friend first and foremost. You need to love them. Because if you love them, you can share with them out of love, right? Not just out of maybe resentment or maybe, I don't know what the word would be. Not, um, <clears throat> But you would share with them out of love. Think about this. You love them. You become, their, you're their friend. And you gain their trust. And, and, and when you're talking about Jesus and you can bring up the Holy Spirit or you can bring up Jesus name baptism or you just talk about baptism. Maybe you're bringing up baptized and say, what were you baptized in? And, and, and they might say, well, I was baptized in the church, in the water. What do you think? I was? No, 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 no. I mean, were you, were you baptized in the name of Jesus? And I, no, I was baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, OK. Well, let's let's read some scripture together about baptism. Let's, let's learn a little bit of something together about baptism. And you can point out to Acts chapter 238 where, <clears throat> where uh, Peter stood up and he said, Repent, every one of you now. It, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And uh, well, see, it says right here we should be baptized in the name of Jesus. Maybe we should be baptized in the name of Jesus. And then you can pour, open up other scriptures everywhere in Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 8, where people have been baptized in the name of Jesus. But do it out of love and out of kindness because they're still trying to climb that exact same mountain that you are. And let me tell you something. You don't have all truth. None of us does. Amen. We're still learning every single day. We should be open up this word of God and reading his word and learning his word. So not don't ever think yourself more high than anybody else. We all grow at a different pace, but we're all striving for the same mountaintop. And it's the mountaintop that Jesus is on top. The king of all kings. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
His Holy Spirit is for everyone, for everyone who seeks him. It tells us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I'm here to tell you there's some people who are who are not apostolic. There are some people with different denominations that are seeking God. They're seeking. They're hungry for God. They're thirsty for him, and he will fill them. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it at these revivals. We're seeing some apostolic ministers come in and, and, and teach them. And, and people pour, the Holy Ghost is pouring out in them. And I'm talking about Baptist, Methodist. It doesn't matter what denomination they are. They're seeking God. They're hungry for God. They're thirsty for God. That's all it takes. I'm here to tell somebody today. There's people in this city that are hungry for God. They're thirsty for God. And God will pour out his spirit among all flesh. And that's counting this city. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 29, verse 12 says, Then Jeremiah prophesied, Then shall you call upon me. And you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. There's people that are searching for God with all their heart right now. There are people who have been in, in, in the deepest depth of their mess that they've been in for so long. And they're saying, God, I don't want to live like this anymore. What am I supposed to do, God? And I'm here to tell you today, you're the person God is trying to send. Remember, I told you that God always leaves a remnant. God always leaves a remnant behind, a remnant to fight for him and for his kingdom. Kingdom, to help lift up to help lift up the church to help lift up Israel back to where they were to quit following false idols for quit following after the world and after all these things that God doesn't want us to follow after your flesh there is a remnant and we are part of that remnant we've got to let other people know about the word of God thank you Jesus but in doing so in doing so, can I tell you to stay on your course, to stay on your course. I was talking to them about this in Children's Church this morning, too. <clears throat> one of them, I said, so if they're down here and you're up here, what do you do? And, and one of them said, well, we go back down the mountain. We help lift them up. And I said, no, you don't. You don't go back down the mountain and lift them up. <laughs> you don't go back down that mountain. God has got you this far. Why would you go back down when you're getting this far? Now you encourage them and and you and you don't throw don't throw a boulder at them. You encourage them and you help them. If they get it close, you just got to reach down and say, come on, make it up. You bring them up to where you're at. Don't go back to down there because I'm here to tell you, once you get back down there, you might get comfortable in the sin that you were in. Don't go back. Don't ever look back. Just encourage them. This is your race. Everybody's got their own race. If you're running that race, you're running that race, there's one goal, to make it to the finish line. If you're running that race and to make it to the finish line in time, in time, because you never know when your time's going to be here or when the Lord returns, right? So you keep running that race. If they're way back there, you're not going to jump out of that race, that, that track that you're on, and go way back here 
to say, okay, come on. No, no. You want to keep running your race, but you can say, hey, come on, let's go. You can do it. You can encourage them, but you stay on your course. Amen. Stay on your course. We all have a course. We've got to stay on course. Amen. Don't go back down the mountain. Don't go back in the race. You keep going for the finish line. We keep going for the prize, the glory that God has set before us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We've got to stay on course, but we've got to encourage others, and we've got to help them, but we don't go back down the mountain to help them. We keep running, keep finishing our course. And <clears throat> Acts chapter 20, verse 24, our opening scripture, Paul said, and, and I love Paul. Paul talks about finishing that race so much and, 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 and staying on course and on track. He talks about that so much. I love the scripture of Paul. And, he, of course, he wrote two-thirds of the Bible. Praise God. <clears throat> and, um, and, and we see the, the prophet Isaiah speaking about it as well. But this is Paul. It, it says in Acts chapter 20, verse 24, Paul, he says, But none of these things which move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. I'm going to finish my course. Now, he encouraged everyone around him, and he preached the word, and he, he taught the word to everywhere he went, and he went from nation to nation preaching and teaching God's word, setting up and establishing churches everywhere across the known world at that time. But he did not fall back. Now, he spoke as they spoke, and he, and he, and he tried to teach at their level. But he did not go back to what they were in, the mess that they were in. They may not have been living holy and righteous. They may not have, they may not have, they may have been wallowing in sin, but he didn't go back into that sin. He kept living holy and righteous. He was finishing his course. <clears throat> So that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of, great, of the grace of God. Praise God. We've got to testify of that gospel. The grace of God. It, it is for everyone. And so you, you minister to those who may be in church that don't quite know all truth. And, you're, and you do it out of love. And you, you teach them what you know. And you share with them. You, you, you learn together. Make it, make it, make it to where you're, you're not, show, you're not uh, appearing to just be teaching them, but to be learning together. That's out of love. You, you, you make it appear that you're learning together. That's something that Paul would have done. I spoke as they spoke, he said. So, but there's those that don't even know about God. There are those who, who just don't believe that there is a God. We've got to minister to them there. It says, I have received the, the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of grace of God, the gospel of the grace of God. We've got to make sure that everybody knows about God's grace. There are people out there that are hurting. There are people out there that are at their lowest point in, in their depths of despair. And they're like, what am I supposed to do, God? I, I, they, 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 they may know 
there is a God. They're like, there's a God. What am I supposed to do? They don't know. They don't know that they got to seek him. They don't know that, that his grace is for them, that his grace is for everybody, no matter what you have done. No matter what you have done, if you still have life and you have breath inside of you, God's grace is available for you. And if he could do it for you, he could do it for them. Praise God. If he could do it for me. Because I was, in my despair, I was on drugs and alcohol and, and, and just all kinds of stuff that I shouldn't have been in. Just, I was a mess. I was a mess. And you would have looked at me. And I had to go to I was all scruffy, and, and, and I just looked like a mean guy. In fact, uh, at the church in Hinesville, they, they would t- tell me what they thought about me when I first came to the church. Brother Dave said, I was kind of scared of you, brother. You had this goatee. You looked really rough. And I just <laughs> and there was a lot of people who kind of shared that with me that, you know, but what if they just shunned me? What if they didn't come up to me and talk to me? Because I was, I'm a, I may have appeared to have been a mean guy, but I was a nice guy. I wasn't in the right place. I wasn't in the right place. I really wasn't. Like I said, I was on all kinds of drugs, doing all kinds of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. I appeared to be a mean guy. <clears throat> You ever heard, don't judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah, don't, but if, if they would have, if they would have looked at me and said, man, I just, I don't want to talk to that guy, but they didn't do that. They didn't do that. I, when I came to that place, my wife, she's the one who brought me there. When I came in there, they, they hugged me. They shook my hand. They smiled at me. They encouraged me. They lifted me up. And, and, and I was like, what's going on here? I'm like, man, why are these people so nice to me? Because nobody else was. And we got to be the same way in this church. Every person that we meet, not just that comes through that door, not just the ones that come through that door, but I'm talking about every single person we meet all the time. We've got to be that way. Encouraging. And that's what they did to me. They encouraged me. And I I was like, what's going on in this place? What are these people on? They must be on something. That's what I was thinking in my mind. But yeah, they were on something. It was that new wine. It was the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was in that place, and the Holy Ghost was using that church. And I'm here to tell you today, the Holy Ghost is in this place, and the Holy Ghost is using this church. But don't quench the spirit, and you got to stay on course. Amen. we got to stay on course, and don't quench the spirit in this place. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Paul said in Philippians, See, I told you Paul liked to talk a lot about finishing that race and that course. He said in Philippians uh, Philippians chapter 3, speaking to the church of Philippi, in verse 13, he said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. I don't focus on those things that, that I used to be doing, right? Okay, I look behind and I say, hey, come on. You guys come. You can make it up here. But I don't look at the things that I used to do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth. He's always reaching forth. 
things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We got to keep running the race that is set before us. We've got to stay on our course. Keep reaching for that prize at the end. Amen. Don't ever look back. Praise God. Praise God. I'll never go back to what I was. You know, and speaking about God's pouring out his spirit in the last days, which we are in, I have seen a number, a few people, and I know there's more out there, but I haven't been living this thing as long as some people have, and I haven't seen as many backsliders as some people have, but I've seen quite a few, and I've seen them coming back to the church right now. I'm here to tell you, God has been tarrying for a long time. The prodigals are returning. Amen. I'm seeing the prodigals returning, praise God, and, and, and right now, they're coming back to the church in groves. Praise God. We got to stay on course, but we encourage all those who are who are trying to make it to the exact same mountaintop that we are. We got to keep pressing for the mark in this place. <clears throat> Praise God. Maybe they don't know all truth, but we got to share it with them. Amen. But we do it out of love. And, and if you could just get to that scripture when you guys are doing a Bible study and you and you get to that where the, on the day of Pentecost where the Holy Ghost fell and and there was speaking in tongues. Oh, praise God. And you, and you just get to that scripture and you start sharing that with them and how Peter stood up and on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two, thir- verse 38. And he said, Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus. If the apostles, if it was good enough for the apostles, it's good for enough for us. Amen. Praise God. That's why they call us apostolic, because we we teach and we preach and we live what the apostles taught, preached and lived, because they were there with Jesus. And he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But let me tell you, that promise isn't just for us. It's for everybody. It says in verse 39, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all those that are far off, even as many of the Lord our God shall call. God is calling some people. He's calling some people in this place. He's calling some people in this city, your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers, the people that at the restaurant, when you go to the restaurant to eat, the people at the grocery store, wherever it is. I'm here to tell you God's calling some people right now, and we got to share what God has for them. Praise God. Praise God. It goes on if you look at verse 41 in Acts chapter 2. Then they glad then they that gladly received were baptized. I'm here to tell you, they can't receive it unless you tell them. You can't, you gotta offer it first. If they receive it, oh, they're gonna hear it. If they if they hear it and they receive it, 
They're going to want to be baptized. It says, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And that same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The very first day of the church, 3,000 souls was added unto the church. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, and they continued, to steadfa- continued steadfastly. They continued steadfastly. They didn't stop and go back. They continued steadfastly, it says, in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers. They kept going on course. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to continue our course. We've got to finish your course. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Isaiah the prophet said, Prophet Isaiah, he said, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here I here am I. Send me. I told you there's a remnant that God has left behind. We are that remnant. We've got to have the mindset that, God, here I am. Send me, Lord. Send me, God. Here I am. Use me, God, as your as your spirit mouthpiece to speak your word into their lives. Use me God. Use me right now. Oh, we are the remnant. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Lord God, here I am. Here I am, God. Send me. Send me. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's the mindset we've got to have in this place. Thank you, Lord, because we are the remnant. It tells us in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I'm here to tell you that if you've got the Holy Ghost, you got power. You got power to overcome the fear of speaking to people. You have power to overcome that fear. When the Holy Ghost is in you, you can do anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says, and you shall be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Uh, We may not be in Jerusalem. We may not be in Judea. We may not be in Samaria. But I can tell you today, we are in the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. And the Holy Ghost is moving. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm getting close. Praise God. I got off course a little bit. Thank you, Lord. I'm getting close. If somebody wants to maybe start some prayer, some altar call music, I got just a few more scriptures to share, I promise. Psalms 119, verse 1. It says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. You see, we've made it this far on our course. And if we want to continue to be blessed, we need to continue to walk in the ways of the Lord. Walk at the place that God has brought you to at this moment. And don't don't get upset because he's pouring out the Holy Spirit and other people who aren't even apostolic. Don't be upset about that. God's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, and they're trying to make it to the same place you're trying to make it. Amen. Praise God. Blessed are the undefiled in the way 
who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies. We got to keep testifying about God. And that seek him with the whole heart. They seek him with the whole heart. There's people out there, it doesn't matter what denomination they are, they're seeking him with their whole heart. Encourage them and pray for them. Pray God gives them, gives them understanding, gives them godly wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. We got to keep living for God 100%. Don't stop. Don't look back. Don't turn around. Don't go back down the course. Don't go back down the mountain. You keep walking your walk. Finish your course till we make it to heaven. Encourage others to make it there with us because that's what it's all about. We're all trying to make it to heaven and we want to take some people with us. And Oh, thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. It goes on, it says, oh, that my ways are di- were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of where God has brought you from. And don't be ashamed what he's doing in your life. Hallelujah. When I have respect unto all thy commandments, I will praise thee with the uprighteousness of heart. When, <clears throat> when I shall have learned thy righteous judgment. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for where you brought us from. Thank you, God, for where you brought me from, Lord, and where you're bringing me to, God. I thank you, Lord, and I know, God, if you can do it for me, you can do it for them. You can do it for anybody. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to finish our course. Continue to live for God 100%. Quench not the spirit in this place. Quench not the spirit. When the Holy Ghost tells you to move, move. When the Holy Ghost tells you to speak, speak. Quench not the spirit and finish your course. Just like Paul. Remember, we use Paul a lot today. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, I'm getting ready to close with this. Paul said to Timothy in his letter, I'm ready to be offered. He is reaching, he was getting close to the end. He said, I'm ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I want to be just like Paul. I want, when my time comes, I want to be just like Paul. And he says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. Stay on your course. Keep finishing your course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me that day, and not only to me, but unto all them, all them also that love his appearing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us finish the course that has been set before us in this place. Oh, hallelujah. I want to open up this altar this morning and invite everybody down to the altar if you're able to make it down. If not, you can make an altar where you're at. Let us go before the Lord right now and say, God, I'm going to finish my course. I'm coming, Lord. I'm coming to the top of the mountain. Oh, God, I can't wait till the day that I see you 
oh God. I can't wait to the day that I make it to that top, God. And I'm going to stay on course. I'm going to keep climbing the mountain that you've got before me. I'm going to keep running the race that is set before me, God. But as I'm doing it, I'm going to bring some others with me. I'm going to... Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast. 